Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Is the net zero dream dead? First word. Just when I feared that the debate between climate fanatics alarmists and climate skeptics deniers could turn into a fruitless war of attrition, there now comes news and signs that this fight may be coming to an end. The news from the front is not good for the climate fanatics and green energy lobby. Greta Thunberg and UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres will be depressed. Local green propagandists will be enraged. Waning enthusiasm? Five reports on recent developments are particularly pointed. The enthusiasm for green products is collapsing, and the production of such energy is becoming disastrously unprofitable. First, an article on the Real Clear Markets website on November 7, 2023, entitled October 2023, the month the net zero dream died. The article by Adam Shepard summarized the many recent developments that point to the collapse of net zero decarbonization and the green dream. Second, a report on October 12, 2023, by the same Adam Shepard on the German state elections, which he said sounded the death knell for decarbonization. In German state-level elections in Bavaria and Hesse, conservative parties that oppose Germany's long drift into decarbonized economic development won, collectively, smashing victories. In Bavaria, a fairly important German electorate, three conservative parties collectively won about two-thirds of the vote. All of them opposed the decarbonization agenda, with the ruling conservatives, who under Moody Merkel had signed up for national decarbicide, having turned around entirely, it rightly labeled the Green Party an enemy, of the conservatives and of the German people. The remaining major parties, all of which are members of the current national coalition government, shared the remnant shards of the vote. The results were slightly less dramatic in Hesse, as there was one fewer conservative party on the ballot, but the message remained clear. The decarbonization of the world, or even Western economies, just isn't going to happen. Probably ever. And everything will be fine. Third, auto execs are coming clean, electric vehicles aren't working, a report by Alexa St. John and Nora Naughton. October 27, 2023, that automobile executives are pulling back on their EV targets. With signs of growing inventory and slowing sales, auto industry executives admitted this week that their ambitious electric vehicle plans are in jeopardy, at least in the near term. Several C-suite leaders at some of the biggest carmakers voiced fresh unease about the electric car market's growth as concerns over the viability of these vehicles put their multi-billion dollar electrification strategies at risk. Among those hand-wringing is GM's Mary Barra, historically one of the automotive industry's most bullish CEOs on the future of electric vehicles. In scrapping plans with GM to co-develop sub-$30,000 EVs, Honda CEO Toshihiro Maib said the shifting EV environment was difficult to gauge. After studying this for a year, we decided that this would be difficult as a business, so at the moment, we are ending development of an affordable EV, Maib said in an interview with Bloomberg this week. People are finally seeing reality, Toyota Motor Chairman Akio Toyota said at the Japan Mobility Show, the Wall Street Journal reported. Finally, on November.7, 2023, the U.S. National Academy of Sciences, NAS, released a lengthy report on what is known as the Dead Ocean Threat with a focus on the Nantucket region, specifically what is called the Nantucket Shoals. This is a major feeding ground for the desperately endangered North Atlantic right whale. It is really a good case study for all major offshore wind installations. The report uncovers something strange but true. 
The physics is technical, but the basic idea is simple. Wind turbines take a lot of the energy out of the air, creating a lower energy wake behind the wind turbine facility. Lower energy wind causes lower energy waves, so there is much less mixing in the ocean surface layer. This depletes the oxygen level in the water, which can reduce the amount of living food sources that whales eat, which can harm the whales on a population level. This is why it is called the dead ocean effect. Obituary on net zero. Shepard's November 7th article in the Real Clear Markets website amounted to an obituary on the net zero dream. He summarized the various developments that point overwhelmingly to the collapse or failure of the net zero or green energy dream. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor-guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. He wrote, A few weeks ago, I reported on state elections in Germany that signaled that Western polities, even in Germany, where the phantasm has held greatest sway, had given up on the idea of the green warrior's dream of a net-zero future and weren't willing to pay the immense costs of chasing after unicorn-powered windmills. Confirmation of this conclusion poured in throughout the rest of the month. Industry has begun to recognize that investments in a net-zero future are not the path to doing well by doing good. The electric vehicle market has collapsed, and car companies are retrenching. Mercedes-Benz's CFO predicted a constrained and shrinking market as that company found it impossible to unload stock even at steep discounts. At home, GM had junked a joint venture with Honda to try to make affordable EVs, delayed the opening of an EV truck plant, abandoned its EV manufacturing targets, and has offered no forecast of when those targets might be met. Ford has stopped sending out EV trucks to dealerships after some refused to accept new shipments, given how many unsellable versions they already had in stock and will renumber the unsold remainders as 2024 models. Toyota's chairman Akio Toyota, who has long had a clearer vision about the risks and dangers of EVs than his peers, rightly took a discreet bow, noting that other people are finally seeing reality. That reality has struck green energy producers as well. Denmark's Ørsted had abandoned two offshore wind farm projects after losing $5.6 billion on them. Profits at China's chief wind turbine manufacturer have dropped by 98%. Siemens Energy stock has fallen to its lowest ever level as it turns out that its products, pushed by political schedules rather than technological and economic reality, don't work properly. Solar energy companies are facing similar revenue and profit plunges. Neither the production of green energy products nor the provision of the energy itself, which is just as harmful to the environment as traditional energy, would have limped along this long without massive government subsidies. Ersted's last hope for keeping its projects viable was to convince Washington to treat it as a domestic producer, entitling it to 50% subsidies instead of the still massive subsidies that foreign producers receive. A recent Texas Public Policy Foundation study reveals that the full cost of powering an EV over 10 years is the equivalent of $17.33 gallon. The figure cited by EV boosters of a gas equivalent of $1.21 gallon fails to take into account all of the various subsidies provided by governments, 
other electric grid ratepayers, and other auto purchasers, a total of the equivalent of $16.12 slash gallon over the whole of those 10 years of operation, for a total of nearly $47,000 per car. And the Biden administration has recently admitted that renewable energy receives massively greater subsidies than its reliable energy counterparts. This largesse cannot last forever, though. Rising interest rates will cut significantly into federal revenues, requiring cuts to luxury goods like boutique energy subsidies, and that's even if Republicans in the House were willing to continue such indiscriminate bounty. They likely are not, given that even New York has begun to reject requests for additional DOSH in pursuit of the net-zero chimera. If interest in green products is collapsing and the production of such energy is proving disastrously unprofitable, even with the provision of massive subsidies, imagine their future when those subsidies begin to be reduced, and perhaps, as will surely happen the next time there's a significant change of power in Washington, broadly curtailed. Then consider that all of this is unfolding in an effort to provide, in total, 10% of the world's energy in such forms. The verdict is undeniable to objective observers, the net-zero dream is nothing more than a mirage an immensely costly and increasingly indefensible mirage. This doesn't mean, of course, that there will never be any partial, and profitable, shift away from current technologies and power provision. Of course, there will be. The market for hybrid autos is still vibrant, though query where those sales figures would be without their own subsidies. The simple, undeniable truth, though, is that the great public-private push to force the adoption of new and unreliable technologies before they have been proven by the free market to be technologically and economically feasible has failed. It has failed completely. PH Policy Review Given these developments in Europe and the US, our government should conduct a review of its own policies and tentative actions in support of the UN's climate change agenda. Our Climate Change Commission will now be hard put to justify its existence or its continued funding. All junkets to UN climate conferences should be ruled out. Yen Observer at gmail.com